millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hello, I'm Jules. Hello, I'm Sarah. And welcome to Jules and Sarah, the podcast. Oh, well, welcome and hi, where Jules arrived today in terrific boots. Oh, yeah, you say this now. (laughs) Apparently... The first time you wore them, I called them waders. I, I just don't You literally opened it. the door and looked down, <laughs> and I had just bought them at a Bell Staff sample sale. Now, I would like to highlight that these are runway Bell Staff boots. Like, this is a very high fashion boot. And Sarah looked down and went, oh, waders. And I was like, I'm never going to wear them again. I'm never going to wear I them again. I don't remember doing it, and they are really wonderful. And what's great is that because it's taken you 20 minutes to get out of them, that just gave me time to rev up the old wartime heater in here. It sounds and get like, it all going. It sounds like an aeroplane's like <laughs> revving up, like you know that wartime pilot when they're spinning the propeller. Because it is freezing once again. We're on my bed. <laughs> we're in my bedroom on the Ida down. In the freezing cold, dear listener. Um, but coming up on the podcast today, uh, tales of Sheila and Ken. Where are they? What have they been up to? Uh, also, I want to know all about June. I want to know about Ruby. Yes, absolutely. June, very, very well. Very good. Uh, News from the North. What's yours about? So News from the North. I'm very, very excited about my news from the North today. Really excited. It's a case of mistaken identity. (laughs) Yes, that's coming up a little bit later on. What's yours about? Twitching. Oh, continuing the theme, of course, from Sheila and Ken who were in the hide last week. If there's one thing I will always gravitate to because of this podcast, which has now started to put me in a bit of a weird scenario with my friends, is twitching and transport stories. Right, (laughs) great, yes. I think I'm now becoming (laughs) like an unambiguously knowing wearer of anoraks. You know, it's just starting to happen. It's just happening. But the thing is, when I do this, you go home and then when you come back, you're like, what do I wear? What do I... Like, sometimes I'm in leisure wear for three, four, five days at a time. And then I'm like, what do I wear as a person? What do people wear in London? 
Well, I was in the countryside this weekend. Um, and also, like, we had, like, this lovely night where we didn't go out. So we just all stayed in, lovely. which was amazing. Packing a weekend bag of just pyjamas. Yes, yes. So good. Yeah, <laughs> Didn't think I even took makeup with me. It was great. That happened to me at Christmas. I was like, I don't know why I've brought all these real clothes. <laughs> I have no intention of leaving the house at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but, like, today was one of those days where I couldn't work out what to wear. And I was in central London first thing. You yeah. know, like you know, in central London, it's very stylish. There's lots of oh, mega, it's there's lots now, of fashion houses. It. Lots of you know, it's Devil Wears Prada. It's that scene where <laughs> what's the chops in Devil Wears Prada? What's her name? Um, uh, Anne Hathaway, where she right. crosses the road and she flicks her hair and she's got that Prada boot on. That was me with the bell stuff boot. Only my top <laughs> half today is like this kind of like hoodie scarf coat combination. Then I've got this huge bag with me. And I caught a glimpse of myself expecting to see Anne Hathaway in the mirror yes. and actually was just greeted by a man dressed as a school mum who'd just come <laughs> from the stables. Stables <laughs> school mum, yes. I was like, oh, God! <laughs> it's very autumn winter 2019, actually, that, darling. The stable I've, school I've mother. Done it I've done it again. I've dressed as Debbie with the Land Rover who's got a Shetland. <laughs> Now, have, have you got your new car? No, oh, don't even get me the started on this damn car. The drama the that drama. has been. I, I just want to rewind to the moment four or five months ago that you were like, mm, I think I'm going to change my car. Since <laughs> that moment, just a catalogue. No, just to highlight, like I ordered a new car and the car was due to be delivered. Um, and on its way to be delivered, mm. it broke down twice. Now, obviously, yes, not the, a good sign. the fatalist within me then said to the car manufacturer, I don't feel comfortable putting my life behind that wheel. Yeah. Really just, and I was like, I will not be accepting that vehicle. So then from that moment that I really put petrol, for want of a better phrase, onto the fire. Yeah. <laughs> All very good. Um, I, it's then just been this snowballing effect of drama. And at one point, I nearly was not going to have a car. And I've got a lot of work regionally sure. at the moment. Yeah. Um, not really picking up working London at the moment, picking up in the regions, which I'm glad He's coming of. coming to you. <laughs> um, so they've sent this car. Now, you know that moment where you get a new car? Yes. And you get in, you're like, ooh. This is new. This is different. Where are all the yeah. bits? So on the dashboard, <laughs> on the dials, there's lots of different colours that you can opt for. Now I'm, I'm, not, I've never had changeable coloured dashboard, and it all felt yeah. a bit street for me. Yes, fair like when, enough. When it comes, when it comes to choosing a car, like one of my friends took the absolute mick at me, and she was like, "You love a sensible car. I love a sensible car. Yeah, I like to I'm, know where I'm at. I'm not flashy with stuff like that. No. Like I like a car that delivers. I also like, and you may know this, not today through the school mum wardrobe, but I like the Scandi effect. So I choose to drive Volvos. I like to imagine that I'm that acne model. You know that that Scandinavian model that gets out and he's got like that fur hood and he Sorry, shuts the door. Acne and... model for me. I just went to freedom there Sorry no no no, no acne the fashion brand right, is very yeah. now it's very gorgeous space it's painfully chic <laughs> and as i shut the door it's within this like it's in this like mirage of like scandinavian men and i'm just walking through that's the kind yeah. of look i'm going for i have yeah. the, i've got the look okay you've got the look it is school mum again yeah. isn't it it's Damn. school run isn't it always <laughs> it's everyone in the back has everyone got their belt on we're going shit the dog yeah you've got gymnast i'm picking you up at 3 30 you've got gymnastics followed by tap dancing home for a bit of pumpkin soup and then you are back out <laughs> 
And I've got a shiatsu which will not be disturbed. <laughs> You'll be in bed by 8.30 and I don't want any nonsense. <laughs> so, anyway, I'm in the damn car flicking around with the dashboard and there's different colours. There's lilac, mm. there's green and there's red. Red I found very offensive and would not choose that. Quite emergency red. I think I'd be panicked by a red dashboard. It just felt too urban for my yeah, liking. Fine. I was like, oh, God, no. <laughs> yeah. So then... It's a bit subwoofer, then, isn't then, it? <laughs> yeah. then, I picked, um, then I picked green. Um, but then green, I didn't realise, was like an eco one. So I was like, what does it mean, oil? What does it mean, all of this? I can't work it out. So then I've gone with lilac. Now, um, also, the car has got, like, tinted windows. Now, I've never had tinted windows before. Ooh, that's fun. But I forgot it had tinted windows. So you're waving. Uh, no. <laughs> It's like when John picks the go, we've got tinted windows in the back of our car. And when he goes and gets them from their grandparents, the grandparents stand at the window and wave, but they can never see the girls. The girls like, are just inside wave. on the iPad. Yeah, that's it. We're like, wave to them. And John's like, don't worry, they can't see. It's completely tinted. They can't, but they still stand there waving. <laughs> We're all waving at each other. No one can see. <laughs> Well, I forgot and just realised it was very dark. Right, of course. Um, so, <laughs> so then, the thing with the new car is, you know, you're getting used to driving it, all of this, getting used to the controls. I, uh, it has one of the, the standard pull-up handbrakes. Now, my old car had one of the button handbrakes. Right. Um, so I oh, no. forgot about this handbrake <gasps> when I was parked and it started to roll and I was like, oh, oh, and then yanked up the handbrake. <laughs> And I was like, oh my God, oh my God. Now this brought me on very nicely to memories of passing and failing driving tests. Right. Now I failed my driving test twice and I'm not ashamed to say Don't it. I believe, I believe it's made me a better driver. Amen. Um, so one of my tests, uh, which I believe I failed, he said to me, the instructor, he was like, so how do you know if your handbrake isn't working? Okay, with this because this was introduced. Now I never had this. Is this when you've done all showing the... your age, yeah, darling? Well, I was the last year actually that slipped through without needing to do this. Didn't even need to do a test in your day, did you? <laughs> oh, somebody just scribbled a bit of paper. You were off. No, officer, I can assure you, I've been driving around my own stately home. My grandma Mary never took a driving test because of the wartime. She just got bung behind a wheel and yeah. off she went, and then that was it. Life drove ever given. since. God, that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Can I see your license, please, madam? No. I don't have one. She had a paper license for ages, laminated. That was it. She didn't have photo ID. What? She just made her own. No, it was like it was like a wartime one that was laminated. It oh. was like brown, and it just said Mary Williamson, and that was it. Imagine if she'd run into you. You'd be. Here's my paperwork. <laughs> what? <laughs> So this was introduced. I never had to do this. This was after you'd done the driving. You had to sit and answer questions, didn't you? Mm. Which is probably... The thing is, aren't they about, like, changing the oil and things yes, like that? things like... It's something to do with a dipstick or yeah. crap like that. It but it's is. also, like, how do you test brake lights? And how do you check... Like, how do you change a tyre? See, I don't know any of... This. This no, that's actually... what staff are yeah. for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what, actually? We didn't... We hadn't changed the oil. I hadn't checked the oil or changed the oil in the car. I was like, this will just fix itself, surely. Nobody really checks the oil, do they? And we took it in. And John took it into the garage. And he said he opened, he said he opened the oil thing and it just went... 
<laughs> like it was so desperate for oil. Like we poured it in and it was like, <laughs> like it needed it so much. So actually looking back, it would have been useful for me well, to have learned something side. about the oil. <laughs> so anyway, in this driving test, they said to me, they said to me, how do you test if your handbrake's not working? And I said, oh, God, I don't know. I thought and thought and looked into the sky and then realised I was in a driving test and looked back at him and I said, well, you just park it on a hill and hope for the best and see if it rolls back. <laughs> at which point he said, no, that is not the answer. I would like to highlight that you have to, like, test it and it's slack. <laughs> what I love is that you didn't swat up you didn't learn the answers for this test. Never. You just went, hmm, common sense will prevail. Um, well, I'd just get out and I'd think, oh, well, darling. Oh, just leave it, darling. If it rolls, it rolls, then we'll know. <laughs> it's like, how do you test if your brake lights aren't working? Oh, somebody will tell you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, if you get beeped enough times, you know something's up. That's how you know when your lights aren't on. People yeah. stand there. Job done. I did, actually. I walked past this guy the other day who didn't have his lights on and did, did that sort of international sign for a pedestrian to tell a driver you've not got your lights on, which is to make little fists and then put all your fingers out at once. Do you know what I mean? Like, rah, rah, your lights aren't on. I'd be like, she's just come straight from a rave. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she's had a great afternoon. Stars at me. Why is she saying 10, 10, She 10? must be off her face judging from that garish outfit. <laughs> oh, God. Now, how are you? Well, I have gone back to Slimming World. Oh, congratulations. I've gone back. Look, I didn't go last week. Just couldn't even... Just... It's been quite difficult, actually, to get back on. I've sort of had a, a run of a few weeks. I got engaged. It really that put it really put me off Slimming World, actually. And I was feeling really down about it. And the thing is, when you you know what it's like when you're eating badly, mm. you think. God, I know about on, that. You think, well, I've put on at least a stone. I'm not going back to face that humiliation. <laughs> um, but I did go back today. I went back, and I've only put half a pound on. So I'm. I'm back on it. I'm going to get this stone off. I'm going to get this stone off and then, you know, I can live my best life, basically. But it's That's not about, like, you to. look great as you are. That's you just want kind. to feel better. I do. I want to feel better. I don't feel in control. I'm not looking after myself. I'm eating a lot of pasta. I mean, like an athlete might. That's the sort of thing. Yeah, but neither but of I... us are doing the athletic movers. I had pasta for tea last night. It was good. Oh, dreamy. But, the, but it's actually, this is a side note confession. Um, I bought the tortellini packets that is like, you know when it says serving portion two? Yeah, but never, never enough. Literally, I had two thirds of that. And then yeah. I, I thought I had more saved in the Tupperware tub. And I opened it up last night. I was like... Oh, I ate more than I thought I did. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's oh, actually crap. only three left in here. I eat them raw. I eat raw tortellini, the little fresh ones. Nom, 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 nom. I always eat one just before, because I can't wait. They take three minutes. That's like me with halloumi. I always eat halloumi raw. Oh, yeah. Bear back that stuff oh, straight God. in. Oh, God. It's only I only managed to fry a couple of strips by the end of it. I just can't wait. No. <laughs> um, but I went back. But the... <laughs> So there's this lady. I sat next to Maggie today. Now, Maggie is a pepper pot of a woman, right? Very short. Lovely. She's very cockney. 
very, very cockney. And she's, <laughs> she came over and she's like, do you want a cup of tea? Now, the thing is, is that she always makes a cup of tea, but she always forgets. And I do tell her every time. I'm like, just milk. That'd be great, Maggie. I'd love a cup of tea. She always puts two sweeteners in it for me. And I'm Bitch. like, and I get it. And I'm like, oh yeah, a cup of tea. And then I sip it and I go, oh no. And I always put it under my seat. It goes cold. And then at the end, I tip it away. Where do you and tip it's it? Just, Oh, in the sink. I go into the kitchen and tip it away. Oh, there's the a end. kitchen there. there I didn't know kitchen. if you just robed it. No, that's... <laughs> yeah. Sarah Powell spilled her tea again. <laughs> She's always like, just knock it over at the end. <laughs> so I sat next Your to her. Your final Syrah. <laughs> I was sat next to her. And I turned... She, she turned to me and she... No, we were going round and they were like, okay, you've got a birthday this week, Sarah. I said, yeah, I have, yeah. And they were like, you going celebrating? I was like yes so you're gonna be all right with that i was like yes i'll be fine like it's like okay great do you need any help i was like no i'm gonna be fine i'll be having everything i want because it's my birthday um <laughs> good yes yeah absolutely but maggie was like how old are you then and i was like so rude no. and invasive she's very direct she's only interested <laughs> i was like oh i'll be 34 she went no no Oh, you don't look it. And I was like, oh, thanks very much. And she went, I'm not after a borrow. I'm not kedging anything. <laughs> like What? What? <laughs> what? Do, you, do you know the word? Is she English? <laughs> <laughs> do you, she meant like, I don't want anything off you. I'm just telling you that you look young. Do you know, do you know what cadge means? It sounds offensive. <laughs> so if you catch something, you borrow something, you get a lend of something. It I'm sounded very it. either very feminine or like kedgery. Yeah, I was going to say, you'll, think, you'll be thinking of kedgery. kedgery. <laughs> I was like, is she offering you kedgery? Yeah. What is happening? You're in Slimming World. It's not a kedgery place. When I sat down, she was like, here, have one of these. They were like the little Slimming World carrot cakes. I said, don't sabotage me, Maggie. I said, I'm only just getting back on. This is me <laughs> facing the music. If I have, if I have a Jaffa cake, it's going to be all over for another week. Don't go near it. <laughs> so I did that. But the other thing... <laughs> The other thing that I've been doing this week is my celebrant. So, you know, obviously I went to Jersey, started mm. my celebrant training. So I've had my first assignment. So oh I've, got, I've had to write a wedding ceremony for a case study couple. So they give you the case study. So they tell you a bit, <laughs> a bit about the people and sort of what they're after, what sort of thing, how they met, all this sort of thing. And then you write a wedding ceremony for them. But my favourite bit is that you can embellish some <laughs> details. So they're getting married. <laughs> for a start, you'll love this. <laughs> So it's Abby and Ben, and they're getting married in Yorkshire in their uh, parents' barn, right? Abby, I reckon, would have curly hair. Yes, Abby, yes, absolutely. Some I've, I've decided wild flowers, that's yeah. what they'll be having. But also, I've called the mum, I've called the mum Sheila. <laughs> I've called the mum Sheila, and I decided what might be nice is if Sheila had grown the roses for the rose petal confetti herself. You've so really that gone oh for that. Oh my God, I've really gone for it. And also I decided- Are you going to reenact this wedding yourself? Yes, and that's the best bit. I when we Oh get God, there, I was joking. No, Meaning are you going to do it in the living room? No, that's my next, so when I go back for my next bit of training- You've got to go back to Jersey. Yeah, I've got to go back to Jersey once more. With the same group? Yes, with my group again. And then we've all got to pretend to be each other's wedding couples. So we've all got to marry each other and oh get God, married to each other. Oh my God, the fact that this will be revisited. Because uh, let me tell you, 
I have dined out on the story of the man with the eye watch and the bomb. Yes. Like, I have literally dined out. <laughs> that has paid for itself. Whatever you paid for those flights has earned it back in my social climbing this week. That same guy, I had to marry him. So you have to stand there and you have to like hold each other's hands. He's like, I've always loved you. You've been my best friend. I will honour and treasure you. I've known you five minutes. Yeah, it's like, okay, Sarah and uh, James, if you could come up now, please. And we're like, they're getting married. <laughs> I put in as well to bring uh, the, the groom's mother in. I said, of course, it's her sticky toffee pudding recipe that we'll all be eating later on. Like I put all these details in. I've given them a song. I was like, hmm, I think they'd enjoy the Beatles. I get by with a little help from my friends. I'll put that in for them. It's so great. Writing their vows. Oh, God. Now, will we do a bit of correspondence? Let's. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Now, I have got a gorgeous um, card here with, with, I will confess, what I thought was a Tipex mark on the top until Sarah brought it closer to my eyesight to tell me that it was a little robin that said special delivery as a sticker. Aww. We then flip the envelope, which is a beautiful shade of post office brown, uh, that also has a sticker of a flamingo um, that says, not quite a flamboyance of flamingos. Now, I'm thinking we've got a really diehard yeah. uh, Portslough crew yeah. fan here. Yeah, see right there. Okay, I'm opening it up. Oh, gosh, this is gorgeous. <laughs> 
Sorry, it paused for a bit because there's a lot going on in this card and I just needed to process it before I relay it to you. Sure. Um, it, there, <laughs> there, there are four boxes here and it says at the top, it's time to start thinking about your future. Oh. There's one here of a man with a beard that says, what are your goals? How many of them involve cheese? Mm. And on here he's written, buy cheese, eat cheese, get a job, be proactive. Can you do cheese ones first, always? And then it says, can you make the rest of them involve cheese as well? So it says, buy cheese, eat cheese, get cheese, be cheese. Now on the envelope it says, uh, endures his best accent. All right, doll. Uh, so yeah, going with this, Anna, I'm gonna read this in my Australian accent. Dearest Jules and Sarah, this may end up being a pretty long letter. <sighs> You're telling me, doll. I discovered your podcast. <laughs> I discovered your podcast last year when I was in the writer phase of my PhD, and I quickly became addicted. Oh. Although I was in a, a proper hermit mode for a good couple of months, your podcast episodes stopped me from going completely insane. Yeah. <laughs> a miracle, yeah. and helped me. <laughs> and helped me feel less lonely. So thank you. I'd listened to the full episodes in my lunch break and your nibbles during my mid-afternoon slump oh. as motivation. Oh, oh that's lovely. <laughs> I, I don't think I've ever been described as motivating for someone who's doing a PhD. What's it in? <laughs> Jeez. Nonsense. <laughs> yeah. My grandma would always tell me uh, to love, but love generously. Oh. She passed away in 2016, and since then I've been trying to keep her legacy alive by doing just that. You two, to me, epitomise love generously. As many Port Salut crew members have said before, it's more than just two friends catching up. People get to escape with you and be reminded to laugh and appreciate the little things. Something I'm sure we all need from time to time. Absolutely. Don't ever sell yourself short because you are both definitely making an impact in your own unique way. I have a great feeling for 2018, and I particularly love your Lululemon 18 and 18 oh. episode. I love that as the Port Salut crew, we get to share along your lives, and I'm sure I'm not the only person thrilled to hear how happy you both are. Congratulations, and long may it continue. You both deserve all the happiness and so much more. With love from our fellow Valentine's baby. Expect some birthday post correspondence, Sarah. Oh, I will. Anna, kiss, kiss, kiss. Anna. P.S. You've always helped your listeners, so this piece of correspondence is intended to be read when you need a boost to remind you that you are both so amazing. You have created such a phenomenally supportive community. Thank you. Anna. That is heavenly. What a heavenly card. That's Anna, that is so Anna, beautiful. That is absolutely gorgeous. It's something that honestly, like, we're, I don't know, this time of year is hard when you're freelancers and we just sit in this bedroom that's half damp and half not damp. And I'll, I'll it's, have you know, it's not damp anymore. It's just cold. And it's, it's hard to, you know, keep focused and stay positive but then we get reminded by you guys from the Port Salut crew that we are helping you and then we're creating this community and then it actually makes everything really worthwhile. Yeah, we need it as much if not more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's actually it. it's actually just therapy for each other and yeah. you just listening and joining yeah. it's great. It's just a lovely brilliant bonus that you really like it as well. <laughs> yeah. Thank God. <laughs> Of course, you can get in touch anytime. We love that. At Jules and Sarah Podcast. Or you can DM us individually if you like to. Oh, I'm, yes. I'm Jules Von Hap. And I'm at this Sarah Powell. And we'll give the address out at the end of the podcast. Should you wish to send, I don't know, a bit of birthday correspondence. Mm, actually, now, feel free. Now, just to highlight on Sarah's birthday, because I know you've dropped it in a few times. Yes, usually, we, usually we would do a birthday podcast this week, but I'm, 
I'm going to be a little bit selfish. I've got something planned next weekend and I'm sick and tired of buying you the same old chat year <laughs> on year. <laughs> you never buy me the same old chat. So I'm working your birthday buying gift into a little adventure I'm having this weekend. Oh, nice. It's all, it's all coming together quite nicely, actually. Well, oh. I'll leave, leave that mystic cryptid situation with you. But the, So yes, birthday... Next week on the Next podcast. Next week will be yes. Sarah Powell's Absolutely. 34th birthday. That's it. And if you do want to slip anything in the post, still accepting. Checks welcome. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> still accepting engagement cards. We'll be right through to the wedding. And we will not be serving Kedri at no, there'll be no Kedri given. Not with a surprise <laughs> egg. Kedri's like the ultimate surprise egg. I've never understood it. I've never understood it. Kedri is like, it, for me, it's a dinner dish. Yeah. It's not a breakfast no, dish. No, because it's curry. If you've never had it, it's curried rice with smoked haddock. Yes, there's fish knocking about in and there. And an egg. And it. no, there's leeks and onions and yeah, things. Yeah, there are. It, you it's need, quite fisherman, actually. It is. Well, you need um, you need mango chutney. You need a lot of mango. You, you actually need more mango chutney than Kedigree, actually. That's the ratio to be working towards. <laughs> Which is why Sarah and I don't do breakfast meetings together. <laughs> no. What I want, I just want some Kedigree on the side. I'd like a plate of mango chutney <laughs> yes. with a side of Kedigree, please. <laughs> my co-host, everybody. Oh, my how? How are Sheila and Ken? Oh, Sheila and Ken. Now, God, fishermen bring us on nicely because I've actually managed to <laughs> catch course. up and catch up with them post Norfolk. Now, in the new car, I conference called Sheila a few times, but hadn't actually worked out how to use the in-car dialing system. And so Sheila thought she was being cold called oh, for, for the majority of yesterday <laughs> afternoon. And I was like, Ken, I'm uh, being scammed. <laughs> I finally got through, and I was like, it's me, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> so then um, I said, oh, you know, how was Norfolk? How did it all go? And she said, well, it all got a bit hairy with the meals. I said, oh, no. And she said, well, we knew we were going to Norfolk and obviously the Argus on at home. And we knew that the kitchen where we were going didn't have an Argus. So I thought I'll pre-make some meals. Now, Sheila, pre-making meals for a mini break. I, I'm enjoying it. So she, we're talking now, Sheila will not do meals by halves. This won't be like a little ramekin dish. This will be big serving dishes. Yes. So we'll have had parmigiana. We'll have had lasagna. We'll have yeah. had ratatouille. What is another firm oh, favourite? Oh, she would have been up at six. Oh, a vegetable stack. That's a firm <laughs> favourite up there. <laughs> so has she cooked them? To take. I mean, are we talking she'll have foil? Cooked, she'll have cooked and foiled them and transported oh my them God. over there. I how like it. How they'll have transported them. That would stress me out. Juices, yeah. that kind of Ju thing. Juices. <laughs> Swilling about a Tupperware just for garnishes. It's a bit like Herbs. when you buy... Have you ever moved house with a goldfish? <laughs> oh, God, it's so stressful. Like, because you put them in the bowl and you break and the water goes, you know, oh, God. It had been like that with Sheila's ratatouille, let me put tell you. Put it in you. a bag. Put it in a bag like you'd win at the fair. In hindsight, yeah, I get that. But it's like, I mean, when I... It was to... last minute. <laughs> I can see. You've got to be out in an hour. Quick, ready. <laughs> in addition, go. Yeah, that's it. So, um, oh, gosh. Sheila gets there. They've cooked the meals. They've enjoyed them. But by the end of the mini break, the meal rations had run out. Sure. Now, on the day that they, they, they'd sent us those... Panicking, yeah, I would imagine. Panicking. Now, on, now, because they'd gone to a beachside town in Norfolk, out of season, not a lot was open. Shame. And that's where the panic really started mm, to bed in yeah. for Sheila. Because there's only so much <laughs> cornflake tart one woman can eat. Yeah. 
<laughs> so on the day that they'd gone to see, when we got the voice notes from the Setis Warbler, yes, she'd have forgot to tell us that uh, they were doing an impression of someone at the Bird Reserve. Uh, so I yeah, said that context, <clears throat> that context was missing entirely. I said, Sheila, you know, when you're doing an impression of someone, you kind of need to let somebody else know that you're doing an impression. You can't just send through voice notes and not tell me that they're impression voice notes. Because otherwise I'm just thinking that you're doing impressions of dad. Yes. Which is what it sounded like. I thought they had a little in-joke together, a little romantic in-joke about the setis wobbler. Which apparently Ken said is very rare. Oh, really? Very rare. Yes, they've spotted a very rare hmm, bird. Can they be sure it was a Cetus Warbler? <laughs> oh, no, Ken's binoculars are of industrial strength. <laughs> oh, God, he can see France yeah. <laughs> on a good clear day. <laughs> he can see them tucking into that baguette at 3 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they'd gone down to the beach, got very muddy. Sheila said she's had hell on doing the laundry since she's got back. Shock mud. There's um, nothing worse. <laughs> shock mud. So then they'd gone to this cafe to have lunch. Now, they hadn't eaten breakfast. The granola had run out. Oh they'd had all run out. This is awful. <laughs> so, for a woman who'd planned. She'll kill me for saying this. Good job she still thinks the podcast is YouTube. And so, <laughs> so they'd sat down. And she said, now, we got to this cafe. She said, you will not believe what your father ordered. You will not believe it. I said, what? What? She said, oh, I, she said, I just can't even say Kedigree. it. And she said, I ordered a fish finger sandwich. I said, mum, I had that yesterday. I had a fish finger sandwich yesterday. There's nothing wrong with that. She said, if I had served him that at dinner at home, he'd be kicking off in the background. It was lovely. It was lovely. No, 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 Ken. No, 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 Ken. She's, and I said, well, what did you want? I love that it's because he's on holiday. He's gone a bit rogue. He's, he's gone like, a bit rogue. Fish finger sandwich. Anyway, you hear him shuffling over with the slippers, grabbing the phone. <laughs> I'd like to tell you now, Julian, that it was lovely. The, the fish finger to bat ratio was perfection. All beautifully lined up. There was three fish fingers inside, not cut and gorgeously sauced. I was like, oh, heaven. Now all I can think about is a fish finger sandwich. Would you know, I went out the other day and I ordered a fish finger wrap and it was all I wanted in the world. Leon? No, it wasn't Leon. It was all bar one. <gasps> now look, just to highlight, you can call all bar one code name all baroni. <laughs> Which is what you're... Which is what my friend's mum calls it. All baroni. Then nobody needs to know that you've been to all bar one. All baroni. Now just to let you know, if you are unfamiliar with all bar one here, it's just a chain of bars. Yes. Um, serving food. Serving food. Yeah. But for fun, you know, and yeah. to, to pep it up a bit, we call it all baroni. All baroni. It's actually... I love it. Because she genuinely thought that's what it was called, didn't she? It's all bar one. And she went, oh, all baroni. <laughs> this is the same woman that calls an avocado an avocado. <laughs> I ordered the fish finger wrap and you know when they go oh we haven't got any and that threw me then so I ordered um, instead I had to have a mac I had to have a lobster mac and cheese I'm sure you pushed I that did. down I did a bit of calamari on the side <laughs> and a garlic bread god I'm so hungry now god I'm I so am honestly um, tell me how is June June <laughs> June's very well obviously We've had the drama of Ruby with the pajamas, with the baby gross. So like, Which really made me laugh when I listened back. Because I do listen back. That really made me giggle. Honestly, that was. So if you missed this, uh, Ruby's had the op and she's been given like these pajamas to wear. But occasionally mum forgets to unzip them. And you can imagine what happens. So mum has taken to rolling them up. If that happens, she rolls them up to the waist. And I was like, doesn't that defeat the object entirely? She's not just wearing it 
around the shoulders, Mum. Yeah, but you're forgetting that Ruby is number five of the Powell children. Yes. June's parenting skills completely out the window. She's done now. It's minimal effort. It's a miracle she gets fed. Anyway, the other day, the blind man came round. Not uh, to do the blinds. Not the blind man. Oh, the right, age-old okay. joke. Anyway, Mum has got floor-to-ceiling um, windows, right? And she's got what Very you call light. it. <laughs> oh, so much light. Too light. That's why she needs the blinds. <laughs> Blackout emergency. That's it. Um, but you know the things that that you roll up the blind up and down with the things on the side they're called a ratchet are they mm, I know that from my uh, from my Laura Ashley days oh my gosh look. it's called a ratchet left left installation or right installation <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she was ever given the choice <laughs> anyway but they're really long and you know now you've got to have them like drilled into the wall haven't you and this guy came around and was like <laughs> so oh. many jokes to make with that <laughs> he was like um it's too long because at the moment they're all the way to the floor and this guy was like oh no no you can't have that we'll have to shorten it right he shortened it she can't reach it oh she no has to, she has to go those damn ceiling level windows <laughs> she has to go and get a chair and stand on the chair to open and close the blinds <laughs> she was like oh, it's hopeless he'll have to come back that is mum mum spends her whole life booking people to come to the house to do things and then saying he'll have to come back now I think because it's got me thinking this I don't think I think Sheila stands with them while they do it it's the best thing to do and would test Absolutely. June is obviously far too trusting she's too busy mm. messing about making cups of tea June, if you're listening, you need to stand yep. next to them and say to him, listen, I'm only five foot two. Yes. I cannot reach I'll be anything. testing this. I hear you. I, you have got to stand over them. You have. It's no good being in the kitchen, getting them a flapjack, June. You've got to be watching their every move. <laughs> oh, God. God, it's hell on for June, oh, isn't it's it? just one thing after another. <laughs> now... Will we do a bit of news from the north? Let's. <laughs> now, mine comes from the cravenherald.co.uk, a, a title very close to my heart, as Grandma Mary used to read this. Oh, lovely. Look out for these majestic hen harriers and help keep them alive. Oh, my gosh. That's <laughs> Oh, maybe I haven't read, maybe actually. I haven't proofread this enough. <laughs> One of the delights of walking in the Yorkshire Dales is the varied amount of bird life you will encounter. I'll say. From the curlews, heron and dippers to the buzzards. And if you're particularly lucky, a peregrine at Malham Cove. Dippers really got me thinking about food now, I'm just saying. Yes. Now, with spring <laughs> just around the corner and with more people heading off into the outdoors, the RSPB is calling on people to keep an eye out. And the area's moorlands for, moorlands for hen harriers, one of England's rarest birds of prey. Lovely. The nature conservation charity is keen to log sightings of the bird, which is in desperate straits, mainly because of illegal killing. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Uh, and it has relaunched God. its hen harrier hotline in hope of finding out where the birds might be breeding. Armed with such information, the charity can send people to protect them and hopefully secure their future. <laughs> be a nightmare if you were a hen harrier in the middle of breeding and someone's building a fence around you. You'd be like, God, God bugger off, I'm right in the middle of it here. <laughs> as if I've got enough to worry about. Since <laughs> <laughs> slim pickings as it is, don't be building a fence while I'm down to it. <laughs> 
At this time of year, the male hen harrier performs his courtship display, known as sky dancing, involving a spectacular series of swoops and somersaults. If he isn't fortunate enough to attract a female, he then proves his worth as a mate by passing her food offerings in mid-air. Oh my god! <laughs> god, I'd pay to see that! <laughs> I would love it if, if it was part of our courtship, for yeah. someone to do somersaults and then throw me food. Yeah! Midair. <laughs> Brilliant, you'll do. <laughs> Smith salmon. <laughs> Toffee crisps. Perfect. <laughs> Scientists estimate there is a sufficient habitat in England to provide a home to around 300 pairs of breeding hen harriers. But last year there were only three successful nests in the whole country and none in the Dales. Oh God! God what a worry. Amanda Miller, conservation manager for the RSPB in Northern England, said. The past few breeding seasons have been disastrous for the England's hen harriers and sadly there, there appears to be no let up in the illegal killing and disturbance of these magnificent birds. If we can find out where these birds are breeding we, we can deploy specialist staff to protect the nest thereby giving them the best chances of success. We could also fit them with satellite tags enabling us to track their movements once they have fledged lol their movements in down at Tesco getting food for the courtship yeah, routine. That's it. Oh. The Harrier hotline number is 08454600121. Calls charged at local rate. Oh, good to know. Well, good luck to them. Good luck. Good luck. Oh, I believe in the hen harriers. Isn't it? Absolutely. Um, so my news from the north comes from the Blackpool Gazette, which is becoming a bit of a firm favourite mm. of mine, actually, on news from the north. Blackpool Tiger in Scottish Police Gun Sights. What? A huge toy tiger which caused armed police to be called out to a farmer's barn is likely to have come from Blackpool, a businessman has said. Gosh. The cuddly creature in question is one of around 1,000 made by Stuff It, a Squires Gate company which makes stuffed toys for fun fairs and retailers which sells them through its own retail arm, Playtime UK. Armed police were sent to an Aberdeenshire farm after reports that a tiger was on the loose. You'd a be petrified. You would be. Imagine that. A farmer called Police Scotland to his land near Peterhead after spotting what he thought was a real tiger in his cowshed on Saturday night. Officers checked with local wildlife parks and sent a number of units, including an armed response team, to the farm. Oh my god! It was eventually found that the tiger was in fact a large cuddly toy, probably put there as a prank, and Police Scotland described it as a false call made with genuine good intent. <laughs> Paul Jelly from Playtime UK, which makes various sizes of tigers, has been doing a roaring trade in them for many years. He said... Roaring trade, good. <laughs> I am 99% sure that it was one of ours. I read the story and just pleased the police took it all in good faith and good humour. He said he could understand the people's mistake in the dark of a shed. Do you... <laughs> Due to the large size of the toy and the way they're made. He said, they're quite realistic. <laughs> the skins are handmade in China and hand-printed to get the patterning right. Good God. We then ship them over, flat-packed and stuff them here to sell on. <laughs> 
Peter. Oh God, imagine intercepting <laughs> that delivery. What the hell is in here? Peter Head Inspector George Courtner said, We received a large call from an extremely concerned member of the public late on Saturday night with regards to a wild animal being loose in the grounds of the farm in the Hatton area. Loose. <laughs> Unusual as the call may have seemed, any call reporting a potential danger to the public has to be taken seriously and efforts were made to verify the sighting as soon as possible, including starting to make contact with the nearest wildlife park to make sure they did not have an escapee. In this case, they attended the area in the support of a local community officer, but they were not deployed nor required. Until you exactly know what you're dealing with, every option has got to be considered. The incident was stood down within 45 minutes once police officers attended and established there was no threat to the public. We appreciate there's a false call made with genuine good intent. Mr Jelly added that the tigers come in various sizes and the one found in Aberdeenshire sold in shops for around £25 but they do a full-size version which sells for around £400. God! <laughs> imagine, you're looking in... But in, no, imagine <laughs> that you see the, the tiger and then you basically... Oh, God. Well, for one of them, about, like panic yeah and then you shut the shed and you run oh and you just gosh. think oh my god this is happening to me there's a tiger that i've heard i've read about it on the news there's always a black panther escape somewhere always isn't there? always somebody <laughs> on the run now do you want to play would you rather yes 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 would you rather jewels lose all of your money and your phone <laughs> pretty close to that now <laughs> at the moment <laughs> and your phone and your car or all of the pictures you have ever taken so all your money and your phone, and your car, or every picture that you have ever taken. Now, there's a loophole here. Oh. It's only the pictures that I have taken. Yes. It's not pictures that other people have taken of me. No. Which I would like to say <laughs> <Yeah>. are exquisite. <laughs> <Yeah>. Far out number. <laughs> the ones I have taken. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, so going with that loophole I shall say losing every picture that I have taken You're, yes but it would affect your Instagram quite substantially imagine all the photos you've taken on that Instagram wiped but there is more to life than Instagram yes and if I lose <laughs> all my money how am I going to eat yes that's true how am I going yes. to eat you're asking me if I would choose starvation yes that's true over yes. losing my social I media profile Ken and Sheila could step in give you a borrow you could catch you could catch from Sheila and Ken we absolutely adore you for listening we love you and um, you can get in touch you can write to us the address is Portslew Crew HQ. P.O. Box. Six. Six. Seven. Four. Seven. London. N. W. Five. Nine. G. That was nice. That was very nicely done. (laughs) And we do always finish on Jules's word or affirmation of the week. What have you gone for? It's a word. Ooh. Famulus. Sorry? Famulus. (laughs) I don't know if that's the correct pronunciation. Fabulous. It's spelled F-A-M-U-L-U-S. Oh. Famulus, I'm going with. Yeah. What does it mean? An assistant or attendant, especially one working for a magician or scholar. Could you use it in a sentence, please? My formulas will get my wand. (laughs) We absolutely, we adore you for listening and we will see you next time. Bye. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.